Hi, welcome back to Children's Storytime. My name's Holly. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to come to my podcast and listen to stories. I appreciate it. If you could do me a small favor and share it with your friends and family and maybe take the time to give it a rating and review, that would be great. Also, if you'd like to become a supporter of this podcast, all you need to do is follow the link. Okay, let's get started. Nate the Great and the Tardy Tortoise. I, Nate the Great, am a detective. This morning, I did not have a case to solve. I woke up late. I stretched. My dog sled stretched. We looked out our window. The sun was shining. The birds were chirping. A tortoise was eating. A tortoise was eating the flowers in my garden. I do not own a tortoise. Sledge does not own a tortoise. Sledge and I rushed out to the backyard. The tortoise started to eat a petunia. A bite here, a bite there. He started to eat a daisy. A bite here, a bite there. I, Nate the Great, like to look at flowers. Soon there would not be any flowers to look at. I stared at the tortoise. He was green, he had a thick shell, and a big appetite. He did not have any teeth, but he did good work without them. I knew I must take him away, but what should I do with him? You must live somewhere, I said. You must have an address and a telephone number. I knew that a tortoise can live for a very long time, and this tortoise could be a hundred years old. He should know where he lives by now. And he started to crawl away. Slowly. Very, very slowly. Was he on his way home? No. He was on his way to eat my violets. This tortoise was lost and he needed help. I said, I, Nate the Great, have never taken a case for anyone who is green and has a thick shell. But I must find out where you live and take you there. I got dressed. I wrote a note to my mom. I, Nate the Great, got a box. I put lots of holes in it. Then I put the tortoise in the box. I'm taking you home, I said, wherever that is. Where was his home? I was thinking. This tortoise is slow. Perhaps he did not crawl very far away from home. Perhaps he lives near here. But he knows how to find food. He could have been crawling and eating for days. He could have eaten his way from the other side of town. This tortoise could live anywhere. I spoke to Sledge. This is a strange pet. Who would own a strange pet? And Sledge knew the answer. We rushed to Rosemond's house with the box. We walked up the front step and Sledge sniffed the steps, step by step. I bent down to see what Sledge was sniffing. It was a trail of crumbs. They led to the front door and Sledge scratched on the door. Rosa Mound opened it. She was holding two crumbling cupcakes. Her cats, Little Hex, Plain Hex, Big Hex, and Super Hex were eating crumbs from the floor. I have brought over a lost pet, I said. Well, thank you, Rosamond said. She opened the box and saw the tortoise. 
This is not a cat, she said. It is green and it has a shell. I do not want it. This is not a gift, I said. I found the tortoise and I'm looking for his home. Do you know anybody who has lost a pet? I heard that Claude lost something, she said. But I don't know what it is. Claude is always losing things. You are losing your cupcakes, I said. They are turning into crumbs. These are, not, are tuna fish cupcakes, Rosemond said. Do you want some? I, Nate the Great, had not eaten breakfast, and I was hungry, but I was not that hungry. Sledge was licking up the crumbs. It was time to leave. I said goodbye, and Sledge sniffed his way down the steps. Then we went to Claude's house. Claude opened the door. I stared at him. There was something missing. He was not wearing a sock on his left foot. Have you lost a tortoise? I asked. No, Claude said. I have lost my sock. Do you know anybody who owns a tortoise? I know that Pip and Oliver and Esmeralda and Annie do not own a tortoise, Claude said. They do not have my sock either. Can you look for it? I, Nate the Great, am on a case. I must find out where a tortoise lives. My case is bigger, Claude said. My socks is size 11 and a half. I cannot look for it, I said. I will give you a clue, Claude said. The sock matches the one on my right foot. Good idea, I said. Sledge and I walked away and Claude yelled after us. If you find my sock and it doesn't look as good as my right sock, I don't want it. I need a match. I, Nate the Great, needed some pancakes. Sledge needed a bone, and we went home. I took the tortoise out of the box. He crawled around the kitchen slowly, very, very slowly. I made pancakes. I gave Sledge a bone. The tortoise looked at me. Was that a hungry look? You are full of flowers, I said. He kept looking. I gave him a piece of pancake. He took a little bite. Your owner must wonder where you are and when you are coming home, I said. You are one tardy tortoise. I, Nate the Great, ate a pancake and thought I needed a clue. What did I know about tortoises? Did he have any friends or relatives? How about hobbies? I knew that he liked flowers and he crawled very slowly and kept his secrets. That was it. This tortoise was never going to get anywhere. He was never going to be president of the United States or captain of the track team. He was just a pet, like Sledge. Hmm. Suddenly, I knew what to do and where to look. This case is almost solved, I said to Sledge. I know who would know where the tortoise lives. I picked up the tortoise and put him back in the box. Let's go, I said. I, Nate the Great, and Sledge rushed to the veterinarian with the box. Tortoise must come here, just like most pets do, I said. There should be a record of where this tortoise lives. We walked into the waiting room, and it was full of dogs, cats, and people. The cats were meowing. The dogs were barking. One dog was barking the loudest. It was Annie's dog, Fang. He looked mad. Fang has a sore tooth, Annie said. Look, I, Nate the Great, did not want to look at Fang's tooth. I am here on a case, I said. I opened the box. 
I need to ask the vet where the tortoise lives. Oh, a tortoise, Andy says? I have never seen one here. I have never seen one here either, I said. But they do not meow, they do not bark, and they probably come here in a box. A tortoise could be here and he would not see or hear them. Yes, Annie said, but a tortoise is a reptile, and this place is not for reptiles. Birds, goldfish, goats, pigs, wolves. How do you know, I asked. Because they thought Fang was a wolf the first time I brought him. That's when I found out who doesn't get in. I, Nate the Great, sat down next to the noisy cat. This case was going slower than the tortoise. This case had come to a dead end. There was only one more thing I could do. I could get the name of a reptile vet and go there. And walk into a rainy room filled with rattlesnakes, boa constrictors, lizards, alligators, crocodiles, and other creepy creatures. Some of them have sharper fangs than fang. I had seen enough bites today. I did not want to see any more, especially on me. This case had begun with bites. The tortoise was biting my flowers. Biting. Hmm. Perhaps that was a clue. But what can I do with it? I looked at Sludge. He was the only dog in the room who was not barking. He was sniffing. I thought about him sniffing the trail of the tuna fish cupcake crumbs. A trail. Did that mean something? All at once. I, Nate the Great, knew that the tortoise and Sledge had given me the clue. I need to solve the case. We rushed home, we went into the backyard, and I pulled out my magnifying glass. We are looking for a trail, I said, a trail of bite marks on the flowers. I looked to the right, there were no bite marks. I looked to the left, and I saw bite marks shaped like little U's on a flower after flower. Follow those U's, I said to Sludge. And the tortoise ate his way to our house. So we will follow the trail of bites backwards until he reaches his house. Sledge and I crept through my garden, past the ewes on the petonias and on the daisies, and on the flower and that flower. Then the flower stopped. So did Sledge and I. The trail stops here, I said, and the center walk starts. The tortoise did not bite cement. We must go to the yard next door. Sledge and I rushed to the next yard. We saw flowers. We saw ewes. This is easy, I said. The trail leads straight to another yard. Sledge and I made our way to the next yard. Then we stopped. This is not easy, I said. This yard has no flowers. There are only weeds and grass, and they are on the tortoise's menu. Sledge and I peered down. We did not see any ewes, but we did see a trail of dirt where the weeds had been. Where grass had been, the trail zigzagged. Sledge and I zigzagged. We zigzagged to the other side of the yard. The tortoise had munched and crunched his way from end to end. Then the trail stopped. More cement. On the next yard, I said the, the next yard was full of rocks, but I saw something bright on the ground. Was it part of a flower? I bent down to look. It was Claude's sock. It was full of holes. I, Nate the Great, have solved a case I did not want to solve and found a sock Claude will never want to wear. I picked up the sock and put it in my pocket. 
Rocks in a sock, I said. This yard is no help. The trail is cold, but we will not give up. On the next yard, the yard was full of statues. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, five flamingos, and three ducks. There was nothing alive or green or growing. The tortoise could not have eaten here. The trail is getting colder, I said. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, five flamingos, and three ducks cannot help us find the tortoise's home. But I, Nick the Great, will never give up. And Sludge wagged his tail. We went to the next yard. It was a mess. I saw pieces of flowers, pieces of weeds, pieces of grass. The yard had been bitten to death. Sludge and I looked at each other. I, Nate the Great, say that the tortoise must have eaten many meals in this yard. This must be his favorite restaurant. And suddenly I knew why. I saw a fence with a sign on it. Beware of the tortoise. I opened the box. I spoke to the tortoise. Welcome home, I said. The case is solved. I took the tortoise out of the box. Suddenly a lady came from behind the fence and she ran toward us. Speedy, did you escape under the fence again? You are late for lunch. Lunch, I thought. This tortoise has never stopped eating breakfast. I handed Speedy to the lady and Sledge's tail dropped. He was so sorry to see Speedy go and so was I. Speedy was a flower wrecker and a very slow mover and he had nothing to say. But he was an okay tortoise. We will be back to visit, I said. If you are here, remember where you live. I reached into my pocket and I pulled Claude's sock out. I tried it to the top of the stick and I stuck the stick in the ground. A flag for you, Speedy. This land is yours. You ate it. Then Sludge and I and the empty box started home slowly, very, very slowly. The end.